0: from discovery and uh it was for the best nothing since i've last it, seen you <laughs> it was uh, it, it was it was for the best because we we put it on uh yesterday or the day before um yeah it was it was saturday because we we uh on friday we started watching inside man the four-part miniseries by Stephen moffat starring david tennant and stanley tucci on netflix Nice, yeah. Um, And we watched like the first two on Friday, and then the next two on Saturday. Then we were kind of like, "What do we watch?" And I was like, "We can try to finish Discovery because I'd really like to get to to a Strange New World." And uh, Dad was like, "Okay, let's let's just do it, I guess." And um, you know, we had made it like one or two episodes into season four, and that's when we we had to like throw in the towel for a bit, and we started off and think honestly, thank God they put those recaps at the beginning of like every single episode <laughs> because we, honestly, like I forgot so much of what happened just in like the couple of months since, you know, it's like you go through a, a, a stretch where you just absorb so much shit at one time. And, and it's so similar, you know, like, yeah, oh, did
1: this happened or that happened or am I yeah. making that up because I'm conflating these two?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, um, But yeah, we we watched the recap before the episode instead of just skipping through it. And we we jumped in. And I honestly have to say, like, season four so far, I mean, we're more than halfway through it. Like, I like it a lot more than season three.
2: The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised.
1: Kids, it's time to check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. With over 30 podcasts that encompass everything from horror to video games to comic books and so much more, you're bound to find the shows for your taste. Whether it be Nerds of Unusual Origin, That Strange Show, Retro Red Octopus, Splash Tastes, Throwdown Thursday, The Horror Squad, don't with... My God, man, I can't read all of these. So just feel free to play and experiment with the Door giving Podcast Network. There are over 30 shows stocked full of dirty goodness to sink your ears into. And they're all available on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever fine podcasts are broadcast. A lot yeah, the, more. the characters are, are kind of, uh, they're funny like that because they kind of build up momentum on you. You're like, I don't know if I'm going to like this, Michael. Then you're like, all right,
2: Michael's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, also <laughs> with Discovery, like each season has been like almost completely different. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, not, not precisely. Like, you know, maybe the particular devices, like plot devices or whatever. However, the, the framework has been the same. And it's been. Well, it's the been... captains change you know each but each each season is is one very specific thing yeah that they're going for and like that is the focus
2: oh, yeah like the layout's the same i i mean yeah like you know they go from you know being... but
0: but in season 4 what i like about this one is they have the question/threat of the DMA as the backdrop But there's all kinds of other shit going on, and it's not the main thing of every single episode. Like, yeah, it gets touched upon, but it's not the thing that drives each story. It might have a little piece of it in there, but it's not necessarily pertinent to what you're seeing play out in front of you. Whereas, like, every other season, it all, like they had to like bend over backwards to make sure that everything connected to everything else at one point or another. And it's like, okay, we fucking get it. Like you're all really great at making labyrinthine stories that just fucking tell it, you know, and, and there's something to be said for, you know, having, having solid B plots right alongside your A. And uh, so that far sounds like,
1: like uh Deep Space Nine, though, like what you're talking about sounds exactly like D- DS9, you know, like the whole threat of the, the war with the Dominion and all that. And, like, yeah, no, the, but no, but yeah. you know, the
0: thing, no, what honestly, like, what I was gonna say is this season feels more like Deep Space Nine.
1: Oh, and, I, and that's the best track, man, because like, it's
0: because it's because yeah. of the fact that, like, you said, that's okay, like, it's it's all right to have that backdrop. I, I, I like that. And we know that something needs to happen with it is going to happen with it. Like that's obvious in it's inherent in the story, but in the meantime, there's lots of other shit going on and it doesn't all necessarily tie into what's going on with, you know the wormhole and 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 all that happy horse shit with Cisco. You you know like oh yeah yeah really interesting stuff going on like Odo and, and anything with fucking Garrick and uh Cidic. Uh,
1: I I missed I missed him if he was at um at uh, the Terrificon. I I really wanted to see him, but um I didn't see him. Andrew Robinson, did you guys see him?
0: I did not. No,
1: he he must not have showed. You know. Yeah, so I I went straight up to Jeff Coombs like that was like oh, okay cool so you know and now he's been on every trek except for yeah. the original. He has not yeah. figured out a way to go back in time yet, but um,
0: it's know. Jeffrey Coombs. Uh, Give him time.
2: That, yep. There was a um a special guest in Strange New Worlds this season, uh, where I think he's been in like every trek. I know nice. he's definitely in uh tos um knowing he's he's in this in the storyline like doesn't spoil anything um he plays like a different character and everything so
1: yeah he's not Wayoon, you know and everything I mean, it,
2: know, it's it's like... yeah right I, I i'm excited for you to get into strange new worlds though the yeah these no
0: are... I, I am too i really am in uh, especially because Oh, I'm honestly like I'm excited for that, but I'm just so happy that right now I'm I'm enjoying discovery. Like, yeah, and that's yeah. that's that's not to say that I I dislike the show. It was just three seasons back to back to back. Yeah, it's daunting for me. It it, it it's not even that it's daunting. It was too much. I didn't give myself, my wife and I didn't give ourselves time to properly digest everything i mean in the that's the thing is like as much as i say like uh, binge binge watching sucks like it's not great i mean i am I still do it like it's just human nature if it's there in front of you you're likely going to partake of it like that you know it's it's just the way it goes especially when you know you have no other entertainment lined up at the moment uh but have you a card oh yeah
1: okay all right i was just yeah. like
0: oh yeah I absolutely yeah. watch Picard. no um I watched Picard without question like that was that was a no-brainer for me Um, Discovery that was one where I was like I don't know and Leo was like watch it watch it watch it and I and I did and I was like oh this is pretty good and then like seasons one honestly seasons one and two were really good and then season three I was just like oh my fucking god (laughs) how is this only how is this 13 episodes but somehow this approximate 13 hours actually takes up seven and a half years of my life. Like that's how it felt.
2: (laughs) Uh, Remind me, was that the music one?
1: (laughs) Are you, are you thinking of the, uh, the new one of strange new worlds?
2: No. Oh, that's a musical. Oh,
1: oh, okay.
2: I haven't,
0: yeah, I haven't seen anything. I know you mentioned it now and now, and that's another part. I'm like, yay, it better be fucking good because it
2: is fucking awesome
0: i am super (laughs) critical of shit like that like i like certain things or i dislike some things that i know a lot of other people absolutely love and like that's great i you know like what you like but for me personally like i just like i love better than rogers the musical i love buffy the vampire slayer i don't like once more with feeling the musical episode not particularly Anthony Stewart head, of course, is the absolute highlight of that episode because the dude is Anthony Stewart head. I mean, the guy played Frankenfurter in the West End, the London, for fucking years.
1: Oh, I didn't know that, but that makes so much sense.
0: Yeah, dude. You know, it, it's just like it's he, he's amazing. He, he's an incredible voice, a beautiful voice. I mean, Ripper. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Indeed. Uh, it, but he has an absolutely beautiful voice and they were absolutely right to employ his talent in that episode through and through, however, and I understand like, there's something to be said for like, Oh, you know, not everybody was a very strong singer in that episode.
1: I think she even made mention that she wasn't a good singer in that episode.
0: And that's, and that's what I was going to say. Like, I know they kind of like tried to circumvent it by saying like, Oh, we're all going to sing. But like, what if some of us can't carry a tune with a bucket? It's like, well, you're going to sing regardless, that kind of thing. It's like, okay. But for me, I don't know. Like I have, I have a pretty good ear. Like, I don't know how to read music, but I hear something. This is why I, I do voices and impressions too. Cause I hear something and I'm able to emulate it pretty quickly. Um, and when I hear that, it makes me want to fucking run full speed and drive my head through plate glass. Like it, it, it just drives me nuts, but it's not, it's not anything against like the creative team behind it because I absolutely love Joss Whedon's, uh, Dr. Horrible sing-along blog. Yep. But I, I adore that movie. That movie is the reason is, let me see, that movie is the reason I got an Amazon account. Was because it was the only way I could buy the DVD. I missed it when it was online during the strike. Yeah, if you remember.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were pondering if we were going to get another one.
0: <laughs> that would be something. Probably not, because uh, nobody likes Joss Whedon anymore.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. I um uh Nathan Fillion still likes him.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, he
1: said he'd still work with him.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, I, m- more power to them. I, I, I can't I can't fault somebody who anybody who got their their start really their main first real main exposure um, through through someone and saying like, hey, listen, they gave me a shot when nobody else would. So if they were willing to stick by me, I, I got to be willing to stick by them. Like, okay, professionally, I I can understand that, but at the same time. Be careful which horse you hit your wagon to. Yeah,
1: I I was just thinking. I'm like, I'm like, I'm with you with the with two exceptions: Kevin Smith and Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> they're,
0: they're yeah,
1: they're they're uh, they knew to bounce off that wagon right quick.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. Good, it's uh, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, it's 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 really great. I mean, I I love. Um, was it Sinequa Martin Green uh, on oh,
2: The Walking she, Dead
0: Yeah we, uh, she's so much better than she was ever like than anything she was ever given to do on The Walking Dead when I watched it
2: Yeah except for her final like uh, final when episode walk, Walking, walking dead. dead I wouldn't know man cuz yeah. I stopped no, watching
0: all, they, it
1: after they, season 2 they're all final for me
0: yeah. yeah. After yeah, I was gonna, like after season four, it's all that was the final fucking season for me. The last, as far as I was concerned, the last thing that was ever said in the Walking Dead universe was, "They're screwing with the wrong people." Yeah. Okay, Rick. Yeah. Yeah. You made it to Terminus. You're about to become fucking barbecue lunch. Whatever. You know what? I, I, I fucking hope they eat you. Click. <laughs> like I just didn't even care anymore. <laughs> From uh, AMC I... did I... that to me.
2: AMC did that to me from from what i remember uh i think she was captured by negan and they're going to use her as um they they want to get into uh alexandria uh negan's you know group so they have her captive they're going to use her as, as not as bait but um uh what the fuck um leverage leverage bait. yeah yep. bait yeah, yeah, it could be. <laughs> uh well le- user as leverage. Uh so they're trans leverage. Her. Uh and uh what the fuck is the dude's name? Uh with the long long hair. Norman Reedus? No. Okay, I'm out. He, I can he lives with uh cutlets. Oh. Uh, I'm sorry, what did you say he lives with cutlets? No, no, no.
1: <laughs> it, what was his name? Uh,
2: cutlets. Cudlets. Michael Cudlitz. Oh, uh, Michael Cudlitz. Okay. Yeah, he is uh <laughs> I
0: was so confused. I'm like did I just have a stroke? I don't smell toast.
2: Do <laughs> <laughs> you taste he's, pennies? <laughs> he's the dude that says I'm I'm smarter than these people, you know. He's he's like
0: Oh, that guy. Yeah. That guy. Um, yeah. I always I, th- I was thinking he's of him as Steve. Fuck with. <laughs> I think of him as Steve, <laughs> but I, I don't think that's his name. Maybe no. it's Shane. No. no. Well, well, anyway, no, he... Shane was the fucking Dude, what's his name? Played uh, John Bernthal.
1: Yeah.
2: So, uh, so anyway, he uh, makes a poison for her, and she ingests the poison during travel, so that when they reveal her to Alexandria, she's a zombie and she attacks Negan. Cool. So she she committed suicide in order to become a zombie to like attack Negan.
1: It didn't work. He's getting a sequel. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, he's with Maggie. there starting a bar in New York, I think, or something. At least that's what the trailer looked like. What?
1: <laughs> there are people yeah. <laughs> that are probably all about. Hold this on, wait. Are you fucking movie.
0: with me right now, or is this a thing? It's, it's a thing. Yeah. No, no, you no. That's bullshit. This no, is a fuck thing. You. Yeah, fuck you.
1: <laughs> no fucking
0: way. This is fuck not. You. This is not a Walking comic paradox dead. thing. This is
1: like an actual thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Spinoff. At least that's what city me. is the name of. It fucking yeah. dead city. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Fuck everybody. Fuck yeah. everyone. Yeah. Every, fuck everything. The two is fuck everyone at AMC. <laughs> fuck Robert Kirkman.
1: Yeah.
0: Fuck. I fucking can't hate hear everyone.
1: You. He's jammed hundred dollar bills. Yeah. In I his will ears.
0: scream <laughs> it as loud as I can. I don't care if it's just a fucking little tinny <laughs> in his ear. God damn it. That is. Yeah. What the fuck, man?
1: Do you know how much money they probably provided? Uh, you know, uh, was it was his name? Uh... I almost said Richard Dean Morgan. What, what's his name? D. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Morgan, right? How much money? They probably like, please be this character again.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like a double boatload of money.
0: <laughs> i made of stone. <laughs> Mr. Morgan, this cow's teats are pretty sore, but we're pretty sure we can still get some milk out of it. You want to help? Yeah, guys. You keep talking about milking the cow, but it looks to me more like you're beating a particular kind of horse. You that know would they, be a dead they,
2: one you know they're uh <laughs> they re-released the comic colorized
0: oh wow that's Who, a cash grab whoop, whoop, whoopty shit <laughs> like yeah. that's my reaction i stopped reading the comic book because of an interview with robert kirkman years before it ended somebody said in the interview they were like so you know what what kind of end game do you have in mind like do you have a like a certain amount of issues kind of thing not asking for plot points whatever and Robert Kirkman's fucking 100 percent, like no bullshit right down the middle response was, oh, I, I this series can continue. It doesn't need to stop it, it can keep going. And I was like, oh, really? How about fuck you then? I'm done.
2: And I, I, stopped, oh, I thought you were going to say the aliens.
0: Uh, no, I st- I, no, I I stopped reading once he was like, oh, I there this I plan on writing this forever. Like this doesn't ever have to end. I was like, yeah, if you get to issue 300 of this, the I'm going to fucking Texas books, deposit book, book depository your ass dude, like straight up, like uh, no fucking way. And then when it did end, I was like, Oh, well fiddle DD, I guess he was fibbing the entire time. And apparently he was, he had a a plan to end it the entire time. He just didn't want people to know, Um, which, you know, I don't think was the wisest choice because it drove people like me who were super into the book away. You know, there's part of the reason why I enjoy like creator driven, independent stuff is because it's usually finite. You know, I I, I can I see that with a lot
1: of the stuff that you've enjoyed and you've uh, kind of told me about, you know, I could see that.
0: Yeah. There's something to having a beginning, middle and end. And I understand that doesn't necessarily work for mainstream superhero comic books. That's a completely different animal. I, I get yeah. that. Oh,
1: absolutely. Um, that's, but... that's also like a weird, abusive relationship at times, too. Like mm-hmm. when we talk on a dork night about like like the Batman runs and stuff like that, it's like, man, you know how hard it was to be a Batman fan in like 2001. Like, I'm like, man, I feel dirty. You know, like, why am I still buying these Legends of the Dark Knight books? You know, like out of obligation. Then I realized I was, you know.
2: How far were did you get into that?
1: All of them. I did. I yeah. I gave away twenty seven pounds of bat of Batman books. Man, uh, good you know, number.
2: Like... Uh, when I started getting back into comics, uh, what like five years ago? Um, they 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 were still like that was the first book I I looked for. And in the yeah, second yeah.
0: one, somebody was like, hey, do you want to check out this Marvel Masterworks Fantastic Four? It's numbers 1 through 10. <laughs> and you're like, I don't have time for that shit. I need Batman books. Stat. Quick, you somebody point them? me to the books. Read somebody point that? me to the books where a guy dresses up like a bat because his parents were killed in front of him in an alley after he insisted on watching Zorro. Batman books? Yeah, that's those are the ones. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, uh, so um, have you watched Lower Decks? I was meaning to ask you that.
1: Like, I, I, I've seen not the new season, but I've seen them. Yeah.
0: Okay. I like yeah them I've like. watched them all so far. Okay, great. I know the spoiler. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, no, I just wanted to make sure that you knew about it before going into Strange New Worlds.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I saw a clip from Boimler waking yeah. up, and he's like, what? Oh, my God. Fucking, he was, apparently, he was, like, super excited to dye his hair purple for the episode. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they really were good picks for the live action versions of their characters as well. So <laughs> consistency like is right there, right? It's, it's the same exact thing that James Gunn is talking about doing with the DCU. Using, Smart, the, same act, using the same actors for voices and the personification of those characters in live action. Like it's, it's the right move. I think.
1: Did you guys uh, get to weigh in on um the chatter about a third Wonder Woman movie yet? If that's gonna be a thing?
0: Uh I I haven't spoken about it at all. It was something that I was maybe gonna dive into a little bit last week, but alas nobody no one bulted. Um <laughs> no one no one showed up. I mean Carrie and I, but that's it. Um and yeah, so,
2: so sorry about that. I, I had to get prepped for uh Georgia, horror con. Man, you got all these cons back to back. That's crazy. No, I mean
0: it wasn't you. I was I was pissed at everybody else. You know what I mean? I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, well, good thing none
1: of them listened to this show. (laughs) Actually, that is true. But still,
0: (laughs) wait, Jeremy does. Jeremy, Jeremy's our (laughs) listener. Um, He wasn't pissed
1: at you. Keep listening.
0: No, I mean, I, I, you have to understand. I'm talking about like at the time, you know. Yeah, I, was just no, like, I get what, it. What, what the fuck gives, man? And uh, I knew Yo-Yo was going to be late, but we didn't know how late. Uh, and Jeremy ended up falling asleep, uh, which you know we we record, you know, in the evening, late, late, later in the evening. So it's understandable. But at the at that point in time fucking one minute to, to air. I'm like, uh, all right. You know, I, I got to call it. I'm not, I'm not going to try to squeeze, stretch this out like a fucking Caramello in July.
1: <laughs> what a dated reference that I enjoyed very much.
0: <laughs> yes. Like it, it got a better reaction than I thought it would. Yeah. And uh, I, I am also acutely aware of the fact that you two are probably two of the only people I could make that reference yeah no
1: i i like that a lot so i don't know if you have any irish listeners maybe but
0: (laughs) (laughs) like oh he's talking about a fucking candy bar i mean i had i had to show dara the commercial from the 80s here in america like when they were trying to really push it uh Cause she was like, cause she's had Caramello, you know, but I was like, Oh, we got it. And I, I started going, stretch it out, 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 Caramello. And she was like, what on earth are you doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, like, I'm clearly the best caramel in the world. I'm like, singing I am mean, seeing the, it's probably the same, but you the know, closest like- thing to a theme song this candy bar has, she goes, Oh really? And is that a theme song? The rest of the world has Brandon, or is it just you? Okay, I was like, fair. first of all, yeah. First of all, how dare you? Secondly, if I make a theme song for it, it is also for the rest of the world. It's just not my fault. They may not have heard it. (laughs) But uh, no, I was like, you know, it's from the commercial. And she was like, commercial? How old is the commercial? I was like, I don't know, like 1980. mm -hmm." And she was like, I'm sorry, did you say 1980? Mm -hmm." I was like, maybe seven or eight or nine. I don't know. It's like one of those 80s years. And she was like, uh huh. And I was like, just hold on. I went to YouTube, I found it, and she was like, okay, now I understand what you were singing. And um, I don't know that I actually needed to ever see that. So <laughs> that was a lot of work for her. <laughs> she was just like, thanks for, for including me on this trip. You went down Pointless Lane. <laughs> but
1: like, hold on. Uh, we still have to dive into whatchamacallit, Three Musketeers, and the Cadbury Egg. <laughs>
0: i remember the whatchamacallit commercial too
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely i just what sent about? a box of those to uh my friend in canada so
2: i i i love it cadbury it was like still using the same rawr, ad from. Rawr, me. rawr.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean they finally updated it but, but it they is. definitely got oh like, the oh, graphics yeah.
1: are terrible
0: yeah, they, they, it is a classic, it.
1: though. There's no reason to change it, you know. <laughs>
0: but, uh, yeah, it's the same thing with, with uh the Hershey's Kiss Christmas commercials, like with the, the, the yeah, yep, yeah, with, I get it. The bell chorus and shit, yeah. I mean, they got their money's worth out of that ad, out of those ad agencies. Believe <laughs> it, they, I uh, still uh yeah, the
2: Coca Cola polar bears. Mm, uh,
0: I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't recall seeing anything. I think but... they've
1: moved on to Charmin now. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry.
0: <laughs> That's a weird combo, Coca Cola and Charmin. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Well,
2: you you squeeze it the can. <laughs> well, if you drink enough Coca Cola, then uh...
1: yeah. Are you are you suggesting Coca Cola makes you shit yourself?
2: <laughs> no,
0: I am outright saying it. Coca Cola. Makes... Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be. Oh man! If anybody in in Atlanta, Georgia listens to this show, they'd be really mad.
1: <laughs> well, they'd also be mad if they watched Futurama a couple
0: seasons ago. But, you know. Hmm. This is tr- this is also true. <laughs> <laughs> That's been pretty good. It actually feels yeah, like yeah. old school Futurama, like, I like the it. original. I I the uh the stuff that was on Comedy Central before and what have you. It it just um. It's uh, it felt more like fan fiction. I, I don't know. I don't know the best way to say it. Like it just it was missing something. It, the uh, ending um, was
1: cool. I like. I like the ending. Oh and yeah. Like, no, I could have seen I, that working.
0: I thought. I thought it was a, a, a really great way to end it. Um, And I really thought. I honestly thought how they restarted it from that same point with this new series was also very clever. But that's, that's the funny. thing. Is like. This season so far, uh, it feels more in line with the original series as it was on Fox. Like there's a little bit more bite to it, and I don't know. It just feels—I I don't know. I'm with you.
1: It's it's got the it's got an edge. Like yeah, definitely.
0: It, it, it's an edge, but it also feels like it has more heart. Like it, it's not just like a, oh, we got this property because it's super popular, so now let's make several like make a couple seasons of it or like let's make a, a big movie and break it up into four episodes kind of thing. Um You know, it, 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 it very much feels like back when, uh, Kristen Gore was, was like the head writer, you know? And, uh, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think,
1: uh, I think they, uh, they got the right people involved for sure. You know, and I, I've often said this about Futurama. As a huge Simpsons fan, I feel like Futurama will one day surpass that as, like, the funniest animated adult sort of show of all time. The
0: funniest? Hmm.
1: I don't think it'll be the greatest because that's always going to be subjective. But I think yeah. it's, like, if you look at, like, the amount of laughs per second and all that and then, like, actually analyze it and all that, like, it's clever. It's It's got all the stuff to, I'm like, it's... It's going to be the funniest because it's better than all the others.
0: American dad's pretty funny, man.
1: I know. Yeah. I know you say that. I just, I like Futurama better because of the amount of uh, like references and things like that. They have in it that are like throwbacks to all kinds of other things. They're like, they'll have yeah. a in there about something and it'll be like, you know, like, Oh yeah. From the Simpsons or
0: something. Yeah, I've never, I've never really given it much thought. Like what the funniest car like animated series gary coleman show looney tunes
1: yeah i mean that's it's, it's kind of hard to argue with looney tunes i suppose but well i
0: mean as as just kind of dated like, though like you know? the, like a like a an adult like prime time kind of happy days. animated series happy yeah. days the
2: cartoon yeah well, okay it, well it was the the Fonz.
1: yeah the Fonz show where he had like uh, the great kazoo
2: That sounds terrible. It was
1: terrible. I don't even think they had Henry Winkler doing the voice. Well, color
0: color me unsurprised. Probably Don Messick again.
1: Hey!
2: (laughs) (laughs) They had some weird cartoons in the 80s. Like everything bro. had a cartoon. Punky Brewster in yeah.
0: the '80s. Have you seen old Johnny Quest cartoons, bro? Well, no, no, that no, I, was I, not normal.
2: I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm true. talking about like you know, uh, cartoons. Really cool. Cartoons based on like shows and movies, like Karate Kid oh, yeah. had a cartoon. Alf. Uh, Alf. Uh, hey, even, uh, wrestling had a cartoon? Wrestling name's Superstar yeah. Shumway from Melmac.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, um, I remember this one, and I think I think you got it, uh, Leo. It was uh, about this kangaroo that lost her joey, and, and she was, like, uh, chasing it down. And I'm like, I had never seen that for, like, years and years and years. I'm like, was that a fever dream? Like, no, it's this thing you saw one time when you were four on USA uh, Cartoon
0: Express. Oh, yeah. yeah, USA. Oh, I remember that. It was yeah. always the shit my parents put on when I was sick, too. Oh, yeah. Re- the there hair was bear punch. There was a commercial. I remember. This is so fucked up. When I was like three or four, I got really sick, like a high fever and everything. Like it was bad, not like oh you know, we're all you know Brandon's gonna fucking die necessarily, but it was a pretty high fever. I remember I was I was hot. I was I was uh, having hallucinations, like fever dreams and stuff. Uh And they laid me on the couch and they put on USA. Network because it showed a shitload of cartoons, you know, every afternoon, uh, and what have you. Uh, Hong Kong Fooey and Quickie Koala, yeah, any number of things. And uh, there was this commercial for, I don't know, a hotel or a flower service. I couldn't tell you what. I remember a big chandelier as part of the commercial, and it just plays this one piece of it plays this piece of music. It's on a piano. And the fucked up thing is like, I, I remember tunes, like no problem. My brain won't let me remember it to try to explain what it is, but I know it when I hear it because I was so fucking sick and they played it literally for me ad nauseum that it changed something fundamentally in my mind. And when I hear that piece of music, I feel queasy. Like I feel fucking sick. And I I literally, I know like in my head, I know how it is. I can't translate it out to my mouth to whistle it or hum it or anything because I like deep in the recesses of my mind, I know that I'm going to be like, oh, my stomach kind of fucking bothers me. Now. Like it's, it's fucking nuts. And it's been like that. My, like For most of my life at this point And it's all because they played that same Fucking commercial mm-hmm. Every five fucking minutes on USA Network So thanks for nothing You couldn't have saved that shit for silk stockings No 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 <laughs>
2: <laughs> Kind of like that happy song they played For Daryl on Walking Dead
0: I literally have no... I, didn't I just explain to you that I <laughs> yeah, stopped yeah. watching it when they got to Terminus? Like, sure, Leo, I'll just agree. Absolutely, like, that thing you just said. Daryl well, with the... They, they with tried
2: the, to break him in. Daryl's a
0: big Pharrell fan, I I guess. Oh uh, like, No, the... Uh, um, Negan was trying to break if him. If you feel like a room without... No, no, oh, a different happy song? My yeah. bad. Is it a I, song I about that there a that's happy?
1: There's a 1990 Cartoon Express commercial with Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it. Of course there is. Oh, White Easy Wind Street
2: baby. is a song. Easy Street. Yeah. I prefer I Baker
1: Street. I'm going to watch these at some well, point. Actually,
2: you won't be able to hear it. Uh, but yeah, they were trying to break them, and they just kept on playing the song like over and over again. <laughs> like Panama by yeah. fucking
0: Van Halen. <laughs> That's right. You just heard the song Panama by Van Halen, which was preceded by Panama by Van Halen. And of course, at the top of the hour, we played Panama by Van Halen. But coming up next, a song about two lovers who have found themselves looking towards other people, but discover one another yet again, trying to escape to new people. That's right. It's Panama by Van Halen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, see what i did there <laughs> you're like oh rupert Rupert holmes oh no 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 it's not i don't I, I i would rather have a pina colada and getting caught in the rain than having to hit panama one more fucking time
2: <laughs> <laughs> so i i already know the answer to this but i'm assuming you guys had uh fun at the con Oh, absolutely. Great time.
0: Fucking one out of five stars, and that's only because I can't give it zero. No, it was great. (laughs) (laughs) I had a great time, dude. I
1: feel feel both uh, Pat and Brandon realized that I was just a little bit crazy and um, a little bit of an instigator.
0: Oh, yeah, dude, that shit was fucking (laughs) great. You fucking prick. Hey, Larry, (laughs) you just came over, and Pat and I were seriously like, oh, how the fuck do you know that guy? And just like, I have no idea who the fuck that guy is. Yeah. Like, what the? You fucking, because like Justin, like he stood there for like 38 seconds. Then he just, no. he just walked off. And Pat and I are still standing there like, what? Fuck, Justin, <laughs> just, just just walk away from his friend that he called over. And, and we were like, okay, yeah. They, go, go enjoy yourself. Do yeah, you have, have fun. fun. Dago comics. Justin, he, yeah. who the fuck was that guy? I have no idea. Oh, really? He, he huh? Well,
1: fuck you too. <laughs> he did tell us that he brought like two thousand dollars in cash and stuff like that. It's like oh, he's wow. going on, yeah. I'm Larry, like, are
0: are? Tell what kind way. of car is it? What time do you plan on leaving? Well, yeah, no, well, yeah, Larry. just, just trying to make sure you're safe. That's all.
1: Yeah. Like, Larry, uh, what, what do you got in the bag there, Larry? And I see he's got a copy of uh, you know, uh, was it Secret Wars, Secret Number Wars. eight. you know, and it's graded 9.6 first appearance of the uh, uh, Black Spider Man, yeah, you know, so it's like, okay, I mean, that's that's like a pretty big nugget right there and he's like oh check this out i got a raw book in here i i he wanted 900 bucks but i got him down to 500 it's you know the silver age uh first appearance of poison ivy gorgeous looking book and i i mean it was good shape and all that i'm like you know well within your your range for 500 bucks and i'm just messing with this guy and i'm like can
0: can we touch it you know yeah no he really did can we touch it i absolutely did yeah uh (laughs) Yeah. and then like he didn't answer (laughs) after he put the poison ivy book away justin's interest waned completely he was like "Mm, okay
1: yeah i started backing up like this and like just getting (laughs) away
0: and meanwhile he leaves fucking add pat and add brandon standing there and we're like focused on this dude because he's talking because we're like oh this is somebody that justin knows so like let's be Let's be amicable and, and, and polite. Like, and then if I could have started kinda, a TikTok dance ki-
1: right then, I would
0: have. You both kind of look over and like Justin's fucking 12 feet away, just back to us, just <laughs> turns and looks at He's like, oh, hey guys. Are you still there talking to that weirdo? I did that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You fucking did. I remember. I, I was the guy who saw you do it. Oh man. That was legend. It was impressive. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, it was impressive. But holy shit, I was. I was such an asshole. It was so funny. Yeah. It was. It wasn't like I, we weren't pissed. It was. It was just more like,
1: dude. No, I meant to. I meant to like that guy because it, it was like, to be fair, he randomly came over and like said something and all that. He must have been excited, which is like totally fine and all that. But it's like no one knew who the hell he was. He just started talking to us like like he knew us, and it was like, all right, well. I don't really know you either, and I didn't really consent to this conversation. So
0: you know <laughs> yeah. like,
1: so like I was guy, like, let's have a little fun. So
0: <laughs> sort of like the guy when we were uh, sitting down uh in the food court after was eating dinner, uh oh this guy, yeah. guy walked up and he's like uh standing past the, the barrier, like the back of my seat in the booth, and uh I'm facing ashes, and Pat was up getting getting food, getting his food, getting their food, and uh this guy sees uh, Ashes and she, you know she's got her bright magenta hair and everything, and he's like, "Oh, you're supposed to be," and you know, like, not in a mean way, just like nosy, like you know, yeah, what I mean? like just, a
1: weird drunk way,
0: yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, and he was just like, "Oh, I know people that used to blah blah blah," and like I'm sitting there like, "All right, I'm trying to give this dude enough time that the gas just fucking turns into fumes and he peters out," but like nothing. Was stopping this guy I'm like oh okay never mind This is my bad I did Not realize that this guy could talk a fucking Starving dog off a meat wagon So <laughs> After yeah. about fucking six Uncomfortable minutes of that Especially because he was like I was trying To like divert him a bit But he was like talking to ashes You know and I'm like dude I, I Get that bright colors are, are you know Like eye catching but like give it a fucking break It's not like he was hitting on her it, He was just Awkward, you know, and nobody knew him. Like, in Ash's defense, like, Ash is an absolutely sweet person, but she was not there to talk to that fucking guy. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why you're here, sir, but don't be, go be somewhere else. (laughs) Like, I can't think of any other way to say it. And finally, I was just like, well, Thank you very much for uh, coming over to say something, sir. But we're trying to get ready to eat now, so you have a great night. And he was like, "Oh, okay, thanks." And yeah. Ashes was, Ash was, was like, handled quite. deftly Yeah, yeah. Like I, I once I, like I said, once I came to the realization, I was just like, "Oh, all right, somebody needs to get rid of this asshole. Might as well be me." <laughs> and that's how it went. You know, I, I was, I was straightforward i was assertive about it but i wasn't mean and he he got it you know like oh but you know her husband my friend is about to come back with their food so they uh they they need this space and she's probably going to want
2: to talk to him when he sits down He's Like, oh, oh no. you know carrie ditched somebody on me oh she did <laughs> yeah she, well that's why i was late for dinner
0: she oh. ditched someone on oh, you oh yeah about yeah. Like, the
2: the network right we were all packing up, and uh, uh, I mentioned I, I just needed to hit, uh, hit the restroom before I uh go to dinner. Uh, and she's like, Oh, this person was asking about the network, and she just like passed him on and she booted out of there, and it, it was <laughs> definitely a talker. So
0: that's oh, that's, that's the crazy. best,
1: yeah, yeah. I um, I had so many, um like such a good experience like i i was just looking at it in the last 7 days i had 328 plays on the podcast so it's like that's awesome a lot of that's that great. has to have come from people that i talked to that i handed out cards to that everything else like that i'm like that's not that's not like a random thing that happens to me. It's like no, like this is because we sat at that table, we handed out cards, we met people, we you know were nice to people and you know not nice to other people, and other people saw it and thought it was funny. So you know, it's <laughs> like things like
0: that. I have I have no idea how many people watch Comics Paradox. Leo sees <laughs> those numbers. Uh, for all I know, it's like oh hey we're we're up to. Fucking seven listens and four of them. Are, four of them are branded on four different devices. And four different devices. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I that's not even true. I don't even listen to it that often. I mean, I'll check it out, you know, but I don't. I'm not like Sunday rolls around. I'm like, oh, I gotta hear the new one. I'm like, ah, I was there for it. I I remember a good chunk of it. And not for nothing, like before it gets before it gets finalized, I'll usually go into streamyard and watch the thing and be like okay i i know how this is going to play out yeah, and then no, i think yeah. to myself oh great i still need to play this on spotify so i have a fucking listen that's that's great yes so I, yeah I, once, I again, you... once again thank you for all two of you that out there that that listen we appreciate both of you jeremy and the other person who you whoever you may be
2: i can give you access if you want mhm He do.
0: Well, I
1: appreciate Jeremy, too, for listening, so.
0: Yeah, why don't you uh, see the credentials right now?
2: (laughs) Uh, Actually, you need to create them. You need to log into Pinecast and create a free account. And then tell me the email uh, that you use. God, I hate
0: effort so much. I think
2: that was a gift. And then once that's set up, uh, let me know to email and then I'll have support <clears> attach <throat> that to the account. Or Actually, I can attach it to the account.
0: Where is it? Pinecast what? Um,
2: actually, me, dot what? Let me make sure that you're you already don't have access. Yeah, let's do that. Let put a happy little tree over here. You could you could do that, too. Yeah, yeah. you have access. I
0: do? Okay, what's the yeah. website?
2: Uh, pinecast.com
0: Okay, that is it. Let me let me go to login. Uh, oh, look at that. ComicsParadox yeah. at gmail.com
2: I don't nice. say it.
0: People people could send us an email. Whatever, <laughs> they could send an email at ComicsParadox at gmail.com <laughs> and that's why it's fucking there. We just never fucking didn't say you it. Hear,
1: didn't you hear the first part of this uh, podcast, Leo? Someone's going to spell it wrong and that's how <laughs> it does
0: <would just> work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Wait, that wasn't wait, that wasn't on tape. Okay. (laughs) Comics comics paradox. It's (laughs) C-O-M-I-C-K-S. Wait, what? (laughs) That doesn't even make sense. Oh, does C O M I X make sense? Touche, other me.
1: (laughs) Wow, it's another paradox. It's like Branton arguing with his mirror verse self.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. It's not a lot of listens overall, guys. All right, maybe I got to promote this a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's all good. Do nine uh, more nine more uh, listens and we get 500 listens. Uh, Simple subtraction tells you it's 491.
2: <laughs> do you want do you
0: want access to a social tool? I mean, I, I've been called the social tool in the past. <laughs> Just talk to my wife for 5 minutes, she'll tell you. <laughs> are you feeling like it?
1: it's social to right right from uh she by uh, green day i can't remember the words but you get the gist
0: <laughs> i do i do um sure what
2: what well, we we can talk about it like uh, all right, right cool maybe. yeah yeah. Like, yeah
0: like how much of this episode do we need to fucking bleep out it was <laughs> <laughs> like dead air for like 10 12 minutes what are you guys talking about? Well, certainly not government secrets. <laughs> what I, mean, I didn't think that at all, but I, mean, I, I assumed
1: most people like the
2: FBI stop listening after five minutes. So
0: I feel like you're being generous with five minutes.
2: <laughs> Unless we talk about aliens, then they're gonna listen to the whole thing. Are they though? Are they, Leo? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Aliens? You mean like people who have been to space in a rocket ship? Perhaps people who would come down from said rocket ship with strange and fantastic powers?
0: Or maybe, or maybe they, uh, maybe they fly twelve hours through space with nothing but a fucking gray pajama suit and, uh, and a simple shielding,
2: and- hey, hey, that underwear, and now.
0: an air mask oh. attached to, attached to a fucking tank, <laughs> and uh, you know, then they just float on through the stratosphere without burning up and land on their feet outside a wooded area, nary a scratch. Hey, that man he is from he space. No, you know? dude, fuck you. All right. right, <laughs> You are not going to justify that to me. I don't give a fuck if the writer of the issue was on the show right now. I'd be like, listen, I like this, that or the other thing. But come on, man. You and I both know the only reason Batman Flew through space, went through the upper and lower atmospheres of this planet, didn't burn to a crisp, and landed on his feet without being hurt is because you wanted to write Batman flying through space, going through the atmosphere of the planet, and landing on his feet without getting hurt. I mean, and that's it. I mean, there's, I mean, what is it? Plot armor is one thing, but like that is, that is like, all oh, right, 11-year-old Timmy. <laughs> What would you like Batman to do in this issue? I want Batman I want, I want... to
1: go through space.
0: <laughs> and then he comes through the, the, atmos- the, atmos- the atmosphere. It's atmosphere. Atmosphere. And and then he lands on, on snow and he's fine because snow is soft. Uh yeah. Uh, yeah, fuck it. It's a Batman comic. I'll do it. Good idea, kid. I'm glad I keep coming to you when I'm running into these
2: walls. <laughs> Hey, it was still a hell of a lot better than the thirty previous issues of Batman. Oh, that's really oh, sick, wow!
1: <laughs> Damn, that's a lot of that's a lot of shade, man. That's <laughs> that's,
0: that's the high watermark for Leo. That's a lot of shade. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fucking horrendous. Then God, God help us so, all. So
1: apparently, on on the Dork night, we will not be reviewing the James <laughs> Tenney <Tignan> issues.
0: <laughs> I mean. Leo told me about it, and I was so mad. Like, I caught inklings of it on the web, and I was just like, "Ah, I don't care that much. And I was like, also, pretty sure I'll find out about this from from one of you two guys anyway. (laughs) And then, sure enough, Leo's like, oh, Batman, blah, blah. All right, so that's, hold on. So explain to me, that's what that was? And then he like showed the pages, and I was like, I will fucking murder everyone at DC Comics right now. Like I I I was beside myself. I was so mad. And like, Cause I mean, I am willing to suspend disbelief. I I mean I like superhero comics. I yeah, get it. Of course. But come fucking on. I mean what the fuck? I, I, there's nothing more I can say other than what the fuck. That's
1: like that's like the equivalent of Batman shooting a tiny Batman out of his wrist. <laughs> You know, like Golden Age Superman type of stuff. You'd be like, well, I've been holding on to this trick from the 50s. You know, it's like, what? No.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that, you know, that is fucking horrendous.
2: I'm really enjoying his his storyline, but like. Okay, so after he lands through the snow. Is it after? Well, anyway, uh, Batman heals. Superman heals. And then they go to fight failsafe together, and they still can't do it. Failsafe wins. Then failsafe after... beats Superman. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then <clears> after <throat> all that, when he when uh, Batman comes back from uh, uh, the alternate universe, uh, I think it was him and Tim take on failsafe and win. It was like uh, failsafe can take on Batman knows how to beat him, but he doesn't know how to beat me and Robin.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that makes perfect sense. It does not no. It does no. not I'm still,
2: I, I'm still enjoying the the uh, chip Zdarsky's uh, writing though. It, yeah, I mean I like
1: him it, too. And, and he's doing Daredevil right now as well. So it's like that's that's kind of like pretty close. you know, it, it's it's there's definitely different versions of Daredevil and all that, but it's like his is pretty good. And he like, leans heavily on like the relationship with Electra and all that. and It's like, this is this is a pretty good run, so yeah. I, I like his stuff. I, I have all the issues to his last ride Justice League story, and I haven't read that yet. But um, I want to oh,
2: check that oh, out. He did a Justice League story?
1: He did. Yeah, it was called Last Ride, so I think it's like the end of it. But um, I I had to go back and like find all the issues, but um, like I had to actually like buy them separately because I didn't think it was in a trade yet. But hmm. you know, I I like his stuff, and the art looked really cool. So <clears throat> you know. I said, like, if if nothing else, I would know Chip Zdarsky from that Spider-Man through the years. You know, the the sixties through the two thousand tens and all that. That was a hell of a story. Like, I, I would have just read his his stuff for that.
0: I am not familiar, so
1: it was really good. Yeah, it's um, you know, what if Spider-Man was around in the sixties as a kid, then the seventies as you know, like an yeah. older person and then you know turns middle-aged afterwards all the way on through and it kind of progresses through that story. It's pretty cool.
0: Sounds like uh sounds like generations but for Spider-Man.
1: It could be. Yeah, there's not a su- set there's not like a succession piece to it. It's more like just like how he's matured. So, you know, at, at least that's how you you've told us about uh, that cuz I haven't read Generations yet.
0: Well, yeah, I mean it, it it's very much that in the story how the characters Progress and and grow, uh, and and what comes of that, you know, it, it does make sense to, to see how legacy can spring forth from such characters. Uh, if if you were to have a Spider-Man story that spans like from the time he was created and have him progress naturally, <clears throat> I feel like there would likely be like a legacy in place there, somehow affecting everything around him and, and you would see like how the Marvel world would, would form around him in different ways. You know, the different heroes at different eras, uh, his reaction to them, their reaction to him mm-hmm. uh, and, and, you know, what he may have actually had an, a hand, you know, an unknowing hand in helping to inspire somebody to do this, that or the other thing, you know, like what could or could not have happened if Spider-Man had been around since the sixties, like, if Spider-Man had <clears throat> gotten bitten in the sixties and was essentially spider boy, you know, cause everyone was always like, is that 15 year old kid seriously calling himself Spider-Man? <laughs> like we are in agreement. That's a skinny 15 year old boy and a fucking leotard, right? Like I'm not the only one that's noticing this. Okay, good. Just making sure. Um, he's like, Hey, get your hands off for doc. Hawk. Uh, is that the Parker kid from Queens? No, I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> okay, Parker. Uh, but like, how, how, does, how does that work out in regards to other heroes or anti-heroes or vigilantes that would have arisen or maybe wouldn't arise? You know, like, what would what would, be a, what would be made of the Punisher? Like, what would happen with Frank Castle? What would happen with Daredevil? You know, if Spider-Man had been around at that point in time, like the entirety of that time, you know, far, far more of a presence and over a long term, you know, that's that's uh that's interesting. It doesn't sound yeah. like they delved too much into the the o- other portions of it. But, yeah, there's
1: uh, there's definitely appearances by, say, like Fantastic Four and I think the X-Men and Daredevil and things like that. So. There's there's definitely some. Well, it's good. Yeah. I, th- I think you'd enjoy it. It was a good read. I, I liked it. And I'm not... The Spider-Man I'm not Through one the Years,
0: that's the name of it? Yeah.
2: Uh, is it yeah. that or Life Story?
1: Uh, it's not Life Story.
2: Not Life Story?
1: No, it's Through the Years.
2: Not the most good.
0: creative title, but... The uh, the covers
1: are cool, too. Like, there's a different take on on, um, each of the covers with, like, a different color. And it it has, like, that Jeff Loeb, Tim Sale sort of, like, Spider-Man blue vibe to it. Which, that was a very cool story, too.
0: You know, I think I have it, but I haven't read it. Uh, Comic, there we go. Yeah. Why don't you show me what that is, you jerks. Through the decades. The decades, okay. That makes more sense.
1: I was thinking of the Doobie Brothers. Are you reeling? uh, No, was it uh, Steely Dan? Are you reeling in the years?
2: (laughs) That's weird because Zadarski also did Life Story.
1: Oh, he did both. Okay. Yeah, I like I I like every age.
0: Watch as Spidey matures from a high school student fighting Sandman to a desperate hero battling the Green Goblin to the death. Witness threats ranging from underworld thugs to giant robots to alien symbiotes and see some of the key moments in his personal life from him, including his proposal from him to marry Jane Watson. It's a glimpse of classic Spidey from every era of his life, accompanied by thoughtful text pieces highlighting Spidey's growth and evolution, and featuring an all-new set of Spidey-centric... I have no idea what that means. Oh, Hot moo? It's all capitals, it's clearly an, an-, an anagram. Not an anagram. Uh, oh, my God. Anomatopoeia? No.
1: Pr- Malapropism?
0: Oh, no. My brain is... Uh, duh, 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 duh. No, NASA. Um, sh- fucking... Anagram? And No, is it an anagram? No. Angiogram? <laughs> Angiogram. No, not... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It, Are you thinking it, of the it, word
1: palindrome? It's not a palindrome.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Type. Of, uh, Sudoku. Uh, I, will, I will. Umami. Fucking end you. <laughs> acronym. Acronym. <clears throat> it's an acronym. Jesus, uh, Mary. Ah, yes. Build the cat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. ACK. Uh, but yeah oh hotmu o h o t m u profiles i don't know what the fuck that means oh hotmu i mean I it sounds like a sexy cow but i don't think that's what it is i
2: think fe- oh, i hotmu. feel like we should
1: we should uh you know tag our uh, <gasps> our podcast as oh <laughs> <laughs> i
0: i really have Can no you do idea that?
1: use like meta tagging and be like oh, oh hotmu.
0: Hot- oh hot moo.
1: Maybe we should look it up first.
0: <laughs> Official handbook of the Marvel Universe.
1: Oh yeah, no, no, don't do that. hey eh, I mean you can't, <laughs>
0: then that, no, that's okay. I guess that that tracks, but it's it's just like weirdly I mean that's not I've never heard that before, or seen that before in my life. And they just they put it on there like Spotty centrico hot new profiles. I'm like, okay, like Amiibo, I guess. I don't know, like, what is that's, this? That's
1: like when um, who who was the editor after Stan when he would say stuff and you're like, really? Okay, yeah, like whatever.
0: It was a Jim Shooter?
1: It, I don't. I think it was before. I want to <laughs> say it was it was, uh, was the Tony DeFalco or something. You know, and I, and, and I was like, wow, these are really aggressive editors' notes. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Actually, you see a lot of that in um, in those "What If" books. You're like, "Wow, Roy what an Thomas. aggressive editor!" <laughs> Roy Thomas. Roy Thomas. Yes, because he's the one that wrote the worst comic book I ever read. So,
0: <laughs> what was that? Uh, what if uh, Jane Foster uh, were yeah. Thor? Yeah. Oh, he fucking wrote that. I yeah, yeah. I didn't even realize it when we covered it. It was. I'm so lame.
1: Sad. No one could ever love someone so lame. Be like, I don't know, dude. You're like. Seven foot tall, blonde, and good looking. Like, I guess there's nothing there for her, you know. And a doctor. And, like, a
0: doctor, <laughs> and a doctor, and a doctor. Like, oh no, in, I can't walk. In <laughs> the sixties, he's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a tall, blonde, square jawed, block doctor, but I just also happen to have a fucking limp. I'm. How does I, Professor Xavier do? I, it? If only, if only someone would love me. I'm so <laughs> unlovable. Like, I, I know, mean, you, you seem like a, your walk you, you seem like a nice guy, Donald. I I don't see what the problem here is. Maybe maybe just work on some self esteem shit. It it sounds like the problem is is in you, not outside of you. Didn't we call him Donald Bleak? Yeah, that sounds about right. He <laughs> yeah. was definitely like he was definitely the fucking blonde haired male version of Debbie Downer. Like, oh, the absolutely. guy, yeah. the guy was like a fucking human quaalude.
1: Yeah, so right. so Roy Roy Thomas with those aggressive notes, it'd be like, check out Thor number 167. Enough said. <laughs> it's like, all right.
0: Hey, Jane, it's me, Dr. Blake. I wish <laughs> you'd love me, but I know I'm so late. <laughs> He's droopy dog now.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it might as well be. <laughs> oh.
0: I'm ecstatic. Can't you tell?
2: <laughs> ooh, ooh, do rico- Ricochet Rabbit next. I... I don't, don't remember his voice.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I
2: was—is he the one that goes ping, ping, ping? Yeah. <laughs> okay, there you go. I don't know why it just came to my head. Uh, it's more of a touche I...
1: turtle guy, but that's that's fine. <laughs> uh, quick, I...
2: throw,
0: quick throw, quick I think we should leave. Whoa, be! <laughs> <laughs> Looks like it's time to get out my old friend El Cabong.
2: <laughs> El uh, have you guys watched any of the videos I've been putting up from uh, Trefcon?
1: Yes, all of them. Right, yeah. Brandon?
2: Yeah, yeah. Yes,
0: all <laughs> of them. Right, Justin? We did
2: not practice this. No, 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 it's okay. I, I was just curious. I I am been, going, I so,
0: I'm okay. going to blink now like a normal human. I mean, a human. I mean, just I'm going to blink. Blink. Oh, shit. I didn't need to say it out loud. <laughs>
1: Uh, I was interested in the uh, Star Trek Tom King
0: one,
2: and oh, um, oh yeah, he he apparently he doesn't <coughs> like Strange New Worlds. That's so it, funny. Him and the uh, the moderator. Oh really? Yeah. That's always good. Yeah.
1: It's it's so funny too, like getting to meet him next to Mitch. Uh, is it Mitch Jarrod's or Mitch Gerard's, Right. Mitch is just <laughs> a man of few words, and like he lets his art speak. But Tom, as the writer, is is the guy who's like. Incredibly generous with what he's speaking about and all that, so we we had a pretty good conversation. Drew Drew kind of had to drag me away. He's like, "Come on, come on!" And I'm like, "I'm talking to Tom King."
2: <laughs> uh, I just put up the uh, art, Balthazar. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. He...
1: Oh yeah, you can't see it so well, <gasps> but right here is uh, Lil Hellboy, and he's oh, nice. eating pancakes. And he's going like this with his giant
0: thumb. Pa, pa, you mean pancakes? Actually, I could probably reach it. Hold on, pancakes.
2: I was gonna say though, he he seems like just a such a mellow dude. Like everything's, you know, like oh yeah, dude, or something.
1: I'll get like it closer. And the pancakes are pretty cool. No, looking, man, like, fake no, syrup man and all
0: you're Mister Lebowski. I'm the dude.
1: <laughs> you know, right? So you got a little Hellboy, and he's eating his pancakes. If you're not into the whole brevity thing.
0: El Duderino, if you're not into
1: the whole brevity thing, <laughs> man.
0: Hey, you might if I do a J.
2: <laughs> I just put up the uh, the Cal Dodd uh, a short with him doing the Wolverine voice.
0: Where is the money, Lebowski? I don't know, man. It might be down there. Let me take another look. Oh, cool <laughs> marmot. <laughs> he,
2: he thought uh, he was doing. I'll be
0: game. right back. I go find an ATM. <laughs> That's uh, that's oh. after uh, yeah, that thing, I cookies. <laughs> It's Like I'll suck, I'll suck your dick for a thousand dollars. Or I'm gonna go find an ATM. <laughs> Guys writing checks for thirty nine cents to buy creamer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, one of my
1: favorites. Actually, that that whole movie. Uh, uh, what were we saying about Cal Dodd? Um,
2: oh, uh, I just put up a short with him talking about how he got the oh. job as Wolverine uh he didn't know what wolverine was he thought it was an animal cartoon because he was wolverine and he's talking to somebody called saber tooth mm-hmm. yeah. that's fair yeah
1: we um we got to meet him at c2e2 and it was it was me and my son and um we we go up to him and we're like oh yeah we always we always had this thing that we used to say and and, and he goes go say it dad and i'm like he's like listen here bub gene gray is the one i love Right. And and he's like, Oh, is that how you say it? And we just like going back and forth like that. And he's like, and he's like, What did you want me to write again? So he wrote like that whole thing out. I'm like, that's something I literally said to my kids when they were like four, you know. So I'm like, that's just an experience. It's like you can spend money, but you can't buy that experience. It was like he had to offer that. And what an incredibly generous person with his time and with the fans and all that. Just like a really, really decent person to do that.
0: They killed Morph, so I'm going to kill them. Yeah. Wolverine, you're so fierce and scratchy-scratchy with the claws you never used to kill anybody in this show. It's weird. Tell Cyclops (laughs) I made him a convertible. (laughs) (laughs) I like redheads. Yeah, we fucking know, bro. (laughs) We are wildly aware. You haven't made that a secret. That's Actually, I'm pretty sure the very first thing any of us heard you say. You walked in. And everyone was like, Oh, hey, nice to meet you. And you said, I like redheads, yeah. All <laughs> right, thanks, Sling Blade. The fuck I thought he said,
1: on? I thought he said to Professor Xavier, Mind if I do it, Jay? <laughs> <laughs> I
0: feel where's like the he, money, Xavier? <laughs> you know, realistically, when you think about it, I feel as though Wolverine would probably be into harder shit than booze. <laughs> I'm, just saying it, it's funny you can't really oh geez yeah maybe Mind you know um, line chucks <laughs> <laughs> hey chuckles it, i'm gonna fucking snore a line right here on the goddamn wheel he would, he would probably
1: have to poison himself to the point of near death to get any sort of feeling like constantly you know or, or
0: something like that like wolverine they, no you can't do cocaine in my office <laughs> cocaine this is straight heroin bub <laughs> or bleach, you know. It's
1: like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's like, no, I'm I'm mainlining mercury. You
0: know? It's like, what? <laughs> uh, I like to huff Lysol. What? Yeah, <laughs> maybe Jesus I don't know. I
1: don't That's know. awful.
0: But but I they know. couldn't
1: they couldn't explore something like that in a comic book that kids might emulate. And be like, I was the first to eat Tide Pods. <laughs> it's like, oh. <no.
2: laughs> Actually, there was a. Cool Superman comic where, um, uh, I think his death thought he was Bruce Wayne and he poisoned him and uh, he just acted drunk. It's hmm. Pretty funny. It, it, was that American Alien? It was oh, was that yeah, by uh, Max
0: Landis? Uh, we I don't think we touched upon uh, that for, for this show. Um,
1: oh no, we I think you just Talked about it
2: one time. Yeah, I, talk, yeah. I, I talked. Uh, I've mentioned it before because I really enjoyed it. It was a uh, yeah. It was done well. It was, yeah.
0: done well. Uh, it was done well. I I liked it more than uh than Frank Miller's Superman Year One thing.
2: I still haven't read that. It's okay. Yeah. It's.
0: Uh, I, mean... I I
1: feel like the John Romita art on it was like <laughs> I don't know. Like it it it's not really inspiring. When you see it, you're like, it's kind of liney. Like, everything he does to me looks like the Punisher, you know?
0: Superman American Alien was the type of, like, modern, at that point in time especially, you know, modern retelling of the origin that fell right in line with the same kind of ideas of, like, birthright. Um, I personally, I prefer birthright over secret origin. Um, and I, you know, that that's a, that's a real tough call in my book anyway, like Mark Weed versus Jeff Johns, like, <laughs> but I got to for myself. I got to give it to birth, right? I think that was, that was done like incredibly well. Uh, and, uh, that is, that is actually like when the, uh, the, the symbol, the S it changed from being the house of L which was established only with Superman, the movie in 1978 and mm-hmm. only because Marlon Brando insisted on having the Superman S on his robe. So he, he was like, I want the S on my robe. And they're like, Oh, we can't do that. It's supposed to be like a sun symbol. He's like, but I'm his father. And they're like, oh, okay, I guess it, it'll just be the house of L or whatever. Like that's your family symbol. Okay. Boom. And it just happens to look like an earth S Okay, that's fair, and it actually worked. It made it made a lot of sense, you know, insofar as like a glyph uh, in this completely different culture and language. Uh, but Mark Wade and Birthright, he's the one that changed it to meaning hope on Krypton.
1: If, if you worked. give me a choice, like ninety, probably ninety five percent of the time, if I'd rather read a book by Jeff Johns or Mark Wade, I'm going to pick Mark Wade. like, like I said, there's yeah. a five percent period where it's like. Well, what about this with Jeff Johns? To be like, oh, you caught me in the Booster Gold imperative, you know? It's like I'd rather read yeah. that. But it's like, dude, Mark Wade is tried and true, and like he doesn't put out crap ever. Well,
0: yeah, you know, you know what? You know what it is with like Mark Wade. Same thing it is with with like Kurt Busiek. Is <clears throat> they both have such a deep, deep affinity for the stuff that they read as kids growing up, the the Silver Age stuff, but. They also recognize that that same stuff can't play out the way it did then, now. So you have to play around with it and, and try, to, try to develop the characters. And you can, If you make the characters believable and relatable, then you can put them in far-fetched situations and it doesn't seem so far off. Um, but if you kept everybody caricatures like they clearly were in 1965, you just can't get away with it. Everyone's just basically a a walking parody of themselves. And there's
1: definitely different goals to look at too. Like the goals that a company has to put out a Superman comic in 1965 are very far off from something that'll be like You know, oh well, this may be licensed and then put into you know a trade paperback or put into this and all that. Then sixties, they're like, well, hopefully we can afford you know to make a comic next month too, guys. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, that's that's true.
0: And and, you know, I mean, there is something to be said though for the Silver Age informing these these guys and gals who grew up reading that, and how they were able to see the fun stuff. works and you just find like the modern day equivalent of that and then the stuff that is just absolutely unusable bonkers and and just ridiculous you know and so you can easily learn from mistakes in the past it doesn't mean you're going to necessarily sell the same story but you can see the beats and how they would work differently or not at all and uh, i think i think having a a deep knowledge uh, and like I said, an affinity for such things really serves creators altogether when they're, especially when they, they've made names for themselves as being able to create essentially homage uh, that doesn't even come close to bordering on parody, you know, best examples. I can think
1: of of where we are now, right?
0: Yeah. Best examples I can think of though, Kurt Busiek doing Astro city. Yeah. Is absolutely fantastic, and Mark Wade doing irredeemable. That he is. Also
1: did, he also did Empire, which was pretty good. It's not as good because he didn't keep it going. Like they only did a couple issues, but Empire was also a really good book.
0: I think. I think I maybe got a couple of them, and I, I just didn't keep up with it. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's this the sixties are the reason why a lot of people have such like deep love for a lot of these characters, both DC and Marvel. Um, And if it weren't for the way that the silver age was approaching comics and their audiences with both the DC side being more culture and Marvel becoming counterculture two sides of the same coin, there was something for everybody for the most part and it didn't exactly help dc per se like character wise for the long term with batman 66 coming out it was it was a, a hit initially uh but i mean the show was purposefully campy it was it was not it was it was in on the joke like it was making fun of batman that's the whole thing like it's goofy it's fun but it's it's not really batman but of course because that became popular things in the comics followed suit a bit, especially because merchandising all of a sudden became like a big deal. And, you know, that's why real I,
2: money is made.
0: That's what it's. And that's why it took 23 years for there to be a, a, a serious live action take on the character. Um, you know, and, and Michael Uslan is really the one to thank for that because he was a kid who loved Batman comic books and then watched the show and, and, apparently he was crestfallen <laughs> like, and I can understand that. Like so many people around him, like this show is fucking great. It's so funny. It's so awesome. And he was like, this show is terrible. This show is nothing like the Batman from the comic books that I love. I do not understand it. Where's the dark Knight Avenger? Like this is, this is crap. And uh, he, he, I, I saw an interview with him. He's like, I resolved as a kid. I said, somehow, I am going to I am going to get to a place where I am working and can make an actual good Batman movie or television show. Like people need to know how awesome this character is. And it he bought he managed to buy the fucking rights. Like he you know, he he, he with the help of a producer that he was like apprenticing under, he he snagged the rights. And that's why he was finally able to get. Batman made in 1989. It took him like 10, 10 or 12 years from purchasing the rights to do it, you know. But wow, so
1: from 1979 on, he's trying to get that movie made. Yeah, damn. You think about how different that would have been in the early 80s? Yeah. Well I
0: mean, it, goes we to show, it's, it's, it goes to show the labor of love, yeah, that it was for him, too. Like there's something to be said for somebody who's a fan of a character really championing championing ugh, championing <laughs> the arrival of of this character on like the cinematic scene and, and you know I think when the people behind things like that take it seriously not over serious but they they really take it to heart uh it shows in the in the final product I think that's why uh, even though there's stuff in Batman 89 that I personally just like it, I don't have like the nostalgia hit for, I recognize how significant that movie is. I did as a kid and I do now. Um, I was never overwhelmed with all, like a lot of other people were. And that's fine. You know, like that's yeah. No judgment.
1: Um, <laughs> I, I personally, it.
0: like I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I did not really like Batman returns when it came out. Uh, I liked Batman Forever when it came out, and I saw Batman and Robin in the theater as well. And that—that uh, that is a movie I saw in the theater. That's really the best thing I have to say about that.
1: Yeah, we—I well, we, mean, we have a whole episode on that. <laughs>
2: you know, so so say he was able to get it made, you know, on time. which you figure he would have casted probably around 1980?
0: Well, I mean, Kurt Russell i wouldn't say on time i mean just just because i mean here's the thing no no no
2: no. i'm saying like what if he was able to like like who a paradox if
0: yeah yeah, if if he had if he had gotten it at that point in time like let's say 1980
1: 81 yep um could be clint eastwood too yeah i say kurt russell escaped from new york you know kurt russell
0: Kurt Tom Russell's Selleck. not not a bad pick. Um, Tom Selleck may have definitely been in the running.
1: Oh Tom Selleck, yeah. Actually, that would have been completely different. Um,
0: you
1: know, he could drive a fast car. He he
2: <laughs> he he'd actually make a really good uh um uh Dark Knight Returns. Returns. Yeah, yeah Dark I Night agree. Returns, Batman. Yeah. That mustache yeah, and all that. He, yep.
0: he would. Yeah, he would have been. Um. Yeah, I I'm not I'm not quite sure. I. I... <sighs> I mean, they they probably would have done the same thing that they did with Superman for a bit there. I mean, they probably would have had fucking James Conrad and and John Travolta and Sylvester Stallone and shit.
2: So uh, the, the top-rated shows from 80 to 81... Um, Don't say have...
1: who's the boss. Okay, or taxi. <laughs> it's going to uh, be taxi.
2: Uh, Dallas, Dukes of Hazzard, 60 Minutes, MASH. A Love Boat, The Jeffersons, Alice, House Calls, Three's Company, and Little House on the Prairie. Three's company. Michael Landon is Bruce Wayne in Batman. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know what? I mean, if if he had lived and been around, I could have seen him done just about anything he wanted. You know, and if, if he had thought about it, you, you could have even had him, you know, in, in one of these roles.
0: Well, Patrick Duffy.
1: <laughs> no one could take him seriously.
0: He was on Dallas, right? I mean, he was.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Name someone else on Dallas. Uh,
0: Larry Hagman. Name someone else on Dallas. Fuck you. How about that? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. that's the third person. All right. Yeah, Shut up.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Listen, uh, and, and even with that, I'm just like, okay, Larry Hagman. I know him because of I Dream and his mother was Mary Martin, <laughs> and Patrick Duffy because I watched Step by Step on TGIF in the early '90s. Wait, Mary Martin, Peter Pan, Mary Martin. Yeah, that was Leonard Hagman's mom. I'll be darned. I didn't know that. Hey, that one's for free. <laughs> nice.
2: <laughs> so, I love uh,
0: musicals, man. I, I love them.
2: Uh, the top movies of 1980. Uh, Empire Strikes Back, 9 to 5, Stir Crazy, Kramer versus Kramer, Any Which Way You Can, Private Benjamin, Coal Miner's Daughter, Smokey and the Bandit 2. <laughs> Private Benjamin. <laughs> the Blues Brothers and Ordinary People. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's Bruce Wayne and Batman. <laughs> Wow. Oh. I'm Batman. I'm Batman, madam I'm Batman, man.
2: <laughs> oh, and uh, 81. Uh, I'm here man, to protect two. the
0: people of Gotham because that's who I am. And that's who I care about.
2: Just the facts, ma'am. <laughs> Just the
0: facts, ma'am. Robert De Niro as Bruce Wayne in Batman. All of
1: these, all of these options are terrible, by the way. Because
0: <laughs> I, I mean, mean, you could,
1: you could throw <laughs> out an early Tom Hanks, but it's, you know what? I would have picked Peter Scolari, so.
0: Yeah, I mean, early Tom Hanks, uh, Bosom Buddies uh, and yeah, bosom Stein, Buddies. No thanks. What, yeah, bosom I,
2: Buddies was awesome.
0: Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if that's a criteria you're basing, picking your Bruce yeah. Wayne And I understand that we were uh, talking about a movie in 89 that ended up starring the guy who was in Mr. Beetlejuice Mom. and Mr. Mom. I yeah. get it. I get it. But still.
1: The Joker huh. still would have been played by Jack Nicholson. It just <laughs> would have been Jack Nicholson post-Shining Jack Nicholson.
2: Wait till they Ooh, who's the crazy guy from A-Team?
1: Uh, oh. Uh, oh, Dwight Schultz?
2: Yeah, was it Dwight
1: Schultz? Yeah, Dwight Schultz. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're talking about Murdoch.
2: Yeah, Murdoch. Howlin' yeah.
1: Mad Murdoch. Yeah. AK my favorite character from the A-Team.
2: <laughs> he also ended up uh, playing um, a character on Next Generation, right? Absolutely,
1: Barkley. Yeah. Barkley. Yeah. He became one with the uh, Q continu-
2: Continuum. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Uh, I him bet... and uh, Wesley, right? Uh that's that's a whole different or, thing. or Wesley was different. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. I bet I bet David Naughton would have had a pretty good shot at playing Bruce Wayne and Batman. Yeah.
2: I
1: mean that
0: from from an American Werewolf. Know, knowing
1: what I know about the eighties, it w- it would have been him or or what's the other guy? Andre uh, you know, the Dr. Pepper guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. Shit. Um well Robert Hayes from Airplane. <laughs>
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I, I always thought of him as, as Iron Man because he did Iron Man's voice for the Marvel Action Hour. So
0: I always I mean, as as much as I absolutely loved John Schneider in Smallville, I always thought Robert Hayes would have been a fucking no brainer pick to play. Jonathan Kent, especially if you wanted people to believe that he was their kid. Like, I would have bought Robert Hayes as Tom Welling's father in a fucking heartbeat.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, when you said Tom Welling, I was thinking to myself originally, I'm like, I'm like,
0: Christopher Reeve was older than him, but it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Tom Welling, Smallville. Let's see. Yeah, that's that's not a bad idea. Bill, Bill Murray. Murray. <laughs> Actually, I think Bill Murray was in talks at one point to be in Batman.
2: Oh, uh, how are you liking my adventures with Superman?
0: i like it yeah same i'm i'm digging it man i i I only saw that
1: first episode but i i liked it and i think lois is an absolute treasure in that
0: i get a big kick out of her and and, uh get up through the episode that just came out last week man i'm telling you i mean they're they're quick and easy i
1: don't know how to watch it dude i don't have I i don't have uh uh was it warner anymore so max yeah max Mm -hmm. is that what it's called
0: yeah I mean it's on Adult Swim every Thursday at like midnight. I don't know. If... It, I'll I'll look and see if that is
1: something that is provided.
0: Yeah, yeah. See see if you have access to it. Um but yeah, uh the most recent episode, uh I gotta give credit to and I'm not I, I don't wanna spoil anything, but I gotta give credit to the writers. They um they've taking care of something that I've always just been like, it just doesn't make sense like over time. And they're like four episodes in or whatever. And I'm like, Oh good. That's actually, that's great. That makes it so much better for Clark and everyone else involved. Um, and they didn't shy away from it. It wasn't like a, a slick, like it, it wasn't inorganic. It made sense for what happened in the story For one part of it. And then the other part of it. It still made sense. Because of who the character is. And they were like. This, that, and the other thing. And the other people were just like. Oh, what?
1: I'm going to take a wild stab at this. Seeing as how it's on Adult Swim. It's a little bit more adult. So I'm guessing they're addressing the fact that Clark Kent is a virgin. Oh, no, they're not. Okay. All right.
0: Nope. Not at all. Not even close. This is very much a comic book thing
1: oh okay all right all right then i i don't know i'll yeah. find a way to watch it so <laughs>
0: um well, but yeah it, uh, did you
2: without the- giving the- time
1: warner my money did you check
2: the <laughs> private chat oh oh there you go oh
0: yeah
1: yeah um maybe yeah, yeah he, you know, wants, he wants he oh, okay, wants okay i want brandon says i want so
0: you, he, he does he wants <laughs> because that way you can also see uh another animated show
1: Oh yeah, go team venture. So,
0: there is that. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's on Pluther right now. The the yeah, the uh the movie. Yep. But there's the series altogether is, is definitely on that other service. And uh, but also uh Harley.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I watched that with the with the boy child. Like we we enjoy that one, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Fuck,
0: dude? Ah, you fucking really, dude. Thank you so much. Uh, what? You just triggered like a fucking Christmas bomb in my fucking head. You understand that? You you initiated the launch sequence and just smacked the fucking button. Did now Mariah have, Carey just start going off in your head? I I honestly be preferable. Um <sighs> No, there's a Christmas song um, by, uh, is it uh, South American or, or African or North African?
1: Oh, there'll be no snow for Christmas?
0: No, Jesus is Born Today, I think.
1: I think that's the gist of Christmas, right?
0: Yeah. No, yeah, uh, I Mary's, know, Mary's Boy I Child. How do I forget? Mary, Mary's Boy Child. That's the oh, name. It's by, okay. by Boney M the the 70s like funk kind of band from britain uh but yeah boy child and they played it only at christmas time every fucking year ad infinitum (laughs) like never ending uh especially on christmas day uh and it was like one of my dad's favorite christmas songs holy joe fucking catholic and uh I, it's not like it brings up painful memories other than having to hear it. Like that's <laughs> it. Like, I'm just like, oh god, this fucking song again. Uh, and I, I don't hear the term boy child very often. And as soon as you said, I watch it with the boy child. My brain just like, <laughs> 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 like fucking having an having an embolism pop over here. My my brain just starts mary's boy child jesus <laughs> like oh yeah jesus I think, christ i think is we right. just
1: unlocked an achievement in brandon <laughs> downloadable content inside your head <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah it's, it's a it's a feature not a bug right
1: yeah
0: yeah so anyway <laughs> but yeah so you've been watch, you've watched harley with the boy child yeah.
1: Yeah. i um, big fan of uh, a lot of those characters. Um, I didn't love the show at first. It, it takes a while for me to get into it because it was kind of like jarring at first. But it's, it's all right. You know, it's it's its own thing. It's not yeah. it's not anything else. So it's like, OK. And, and once I got that, I'm like, all right, I'll give this a shot because I, I don't love everything about the show, you know, being like. A comic fan it's like no that's wrong but it's really funny and it's kind of hard not to like because it is very funny
2: yes indeed and, I, I and can be totally dark and funny at the same time oh way. yeah
1: but yeah. their yeah. bane is definitely brandon's bane <laughs> oh,
2: <yeah. laughs> oh my God,
0: yes. i love i love being on that show i did the explosions <laughs> 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 i just dumped so much oil in gotham harbour that was you. I feel like I should say no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, oh man! Oh, and, uh, <laughs> who who's that uh, villain that comes out of the the book? Oh, the, the Queen, of Queen of Hearts. Yeah, and like Wanda Sykes.
0: Wanda Sykes. Yeah,
2: yeah that episode with the family—they just had to kill them all.
0: Oh, my God. Killed off an entire bloodline at a family reunion picnic. What a (laughs) unbelievable. What would I tell you, got to kill the whole bloodline. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Good stuff. Good times. Speaking about bloodlines, you guys want to talk about Wanted from Mark Miller at Top Cow Productions? Yeah, I don't know.
1: Does this thing scrolling across the bottom of our screen say so?
0: What if the supervillain is one? Because villains, as a plural, doesn't have a fucking apostrophe in it. Oh,
1: sorry, Brandon. I you're gonna editorialize my my oh, marker. I'm sorry. Have
0: we not met before?
1: No, that's fair. Yeah, uh, I'll be right back. No, no problem. I'll be fixing this apostrophe.
0: <laughs> Just putting apostrophes every other fucking letter now, and you like fucking hate apostrophes. You fucking like this asshole. <laughs> That's
1: a good
0: idea. You did. You son of a bitch.
1: No, I I just fixed that one. So
0: you didn't fix it. There's still an apostrophe there. There's no apostrophe.
1: Villains. No. Okay.
0: Yeah. That would be showing multiple villains. Yeah. more Possession. So if you were saying uh, the super villains hideout, then it would be S apostrophe. But because we're saying, what if the super villains won? It's just supervillains. There, that's the plural.
1: There you go. How about that? Perfect. But it's the supervillains one. There. Why are you putting the emphasis on the second word?
0: The emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> what? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and by the way, it's Mark Miller. Just you. Uh, you have said
1: Leo. that before, Mark Miller.
0: I, yeah. I, I, I'm going to remind Leo.
1: Did <laughs> is he? Is it uh, did he ever write anything for Smallville? Because they always show, um, you know, uh, uh, a Miller in there. And I'm like, no, that's uh,
0: that's that's Miles Miller. Um yeah, Miles and Miller and Al- Alfred Gough or Golf. Yep. I don't know how it's pronounced, uh, but yeah, they were the two that uh, created, developed the the show, uh, and like that's their mo with those types of stories. Like they they always their stuff is always some kind of Origin, secret origin, or what have you. I mean, Smallville. It's all oh, let's cover all the stuff leading up to Clark Kent becoming Superman. Like, all right, interesting enough concept for a few seasons at least, I suppose. What What uh, do you
1: think? Uh, what do you think Remy Zero is doing right now?
0: Enjoying that sweet, sweet royalty check.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, They're yelling some music.
0: <laughs> they, they must have <laughs> broken up by now, right? Yeah, you would think so. I, I mean. P- they probably did and got back together. Like It's time for a reunion tour. Like, okay, you guys going to play your hit?
1: Yeah, like, wow, opening for Tommy Two-Tone.
0: Remy Zero. <laughs> oh, man, this is sweet. We're opening for the Rembrandts.
1: Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, <laughs> wow, Jimmy for, Ray. <laughs> the made for TV tour. <laughs> Phenomenal. What, you think we're going to get Billy Joel? No, not Billy Joel. Sorry, guys. I don't think he's showing up to sing the theme to Bosom Buddies. <laughs> That's... That's uh, that's off the menu.
1: Yeah, we, we, were, we were driving um, home from Connecticut and I'm like, wow, we're listening to this 90s alternative rock and grunge. And I'm like, wow, I know all of these one hit wonders. I'm like, check it out. This is super drag. Who sucked out the feeling I'm like I haven't heard this song in 25 years?
0: <laughs> I had to tell my wife to. Listen to Possum Kingdom.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, that was one of them.
0: Yeah, no, but like, she knew the song. She's like, oh yeah, I remember that being on. It's like, it's, you know, it's... And I was like, never mind the video. I was like, I didn't fucking fuck the video. I was like, have you ever listened to the song? She was like, she was like, what? What do you, what do you mean? I was like, the words to the song. Have you paid attention to them? She's like, no. I'm like, it's about a serial killer. You've actually seen that whole story from the song play out in a season of Dexter. <laughs> like,
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I was thinking of the movie The Cell, you know, with uh, D'Onofrio and Jennifer Lopez.
0: That's fair, too. But oh. for me personally, when I watched that season of Dexter, I was just like, so Possum Kingdom is just like the soundtrack for this season, right? Like, that thats that's got to be it. Right, I mean, we we heard the song in the '90s, and we were like, "Let's just make a whole season of a show about this."
1: Was it you talking about season four, the Julia Styles uh, season, or or uh, uh,
0: season three was
1: Trinity, and season one yeah. was an Ice Truck Killer, and
0: yeah, and season two was Lila. Oh yeah, 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 What's with mean, the yeah. the crazy new girlfriend, like looks like a vampire. I actually, think she did play a vampire and. Fright Night 2, based on the remake of Fright Night, but direct to video because it was oh, yeah, well, terrible. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I think it was like season four, uh, and it, it had uh, one of the kids from In and Out as like the killer, he he, he was like the roadkill assistant. You're talking about In
1: and Out with Kevin Klein, In and Out
0: yes is there okay. another in and out
1: i don't know but i was kind of curious i'm like in and out burger i'm like what he's kinda...
0: <laughs> he's kind of a doofy looking kid like uh outside providence he was oh
1: yeah i love that guy yeah, yeah he
0: he was he was, was kind of like
1: the, I... he was like the progenitor for chris pratt you know and we're like hey where do we get this guy back you know
0: yeah yeah dumpy, um right alex <laughs> alex dumpy <yeah, laughs> <Alex> um <Dumpy. laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, he uh he he played the serial killer in in that in that, that season. That guy was a good shit. <laughs> hey, listen, sex is like Chinese food; it's not over till you both get your cookie. Remember, I said that ass bag. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: hey, oh. ass bag. <laughs> That's uh, an I, underrated
1: I, film. I feel.
0: Yeah, I I have to rewatch it. It's been a yeah. while. Yeah, I, same thing. I like that one. I like that one though. Drug, <laughs> Alec uh, Baldwin was hilarious. That was like one of the first times that I realized, like, outside of Saturday Night Live appearances, that Alec Baldwin could be pretty funny. He hadn't done a whole hell of a lot of comedies.
1: I think you, I think you're right because that was well before. I mean, he did Canteen Boy, and I, I think that. But but you're like you said, outside of uh, SNL, he was he was. He had his moments in Beetlejuice, I suppose,
0: yeah, but he was very he was very much a like full blown straight man, yeah whereas yeah, um he he did something uh that in 30 rock, uh, which was amazing because the other the only other really solid example I can think of uh, for this same type of approach to a straight man character is Michael Serra in superbad um they're both the straight men in, in each respective comedy, but they both say fucking hilarious shit, you know, and, and a lot of it is based on you and everyone else around me right now is a fucking idiot. So I'm going to make sure I say this as clearly and with as few syllables as possible. So you understand it. you know, like, that's sort of the approach and uh it it, it really works both and if you come across super bad like you check it out in the near future keep that in mind like watch michael serra's character and he is he's the straight man but he's such a he's such a run out of fucks straight man and, and alec baldwin is very much the same way as Jack Donaghy. he's like I really don't fucking care about anything that you're doing right now It's all ridiculous. So stop all of that ridiculous shit and do this absolutely ridiculous thing that I need. (laughs) Like makes no sense in the grand scheme of things, but it it, it works uh, through and through. and I, I appreciate that. It's, it's tough to do. It's hard to be the straight man and be hilarious simultaneously. So yeah, that being said, (laughs)
1: <laughs> I, I agree with that you know and um, yes I agree with that being said
0: yes indeed I also agree that it was said uh, <laughs> but yeah so we you know we were talking a bit about uh, the, the 60s and, and what have you and how far reaching the overall legacy real world um, legacies of some of these characters and stories have, has extended into modern day how the stories are approached, the artwork is approached, and everything. Uh, and uh, sometimes we get a really, uh, a, a really interesting piece of work that draws direct inspiration from a lot of those same core concepts, uh, but goes in a very different direction. Did
1: Did and, you read the director's notes at the end on where, or the writer's notes at the end, where he said he got this information from?
0: Uh, I didn't this time around, but I believe, if I recall. Uh, In Wanted by Mark Miller, uh, he said it's because his older brother was teasing him and said, you know that all the superheroes like lost and were killed by the supervillains, right? And he was like, brutal. Like his
1: brother was a grad student at the time. And like, like 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 yeah,
0: he was like nine or ten. And he was like, yeah, you know, you know, they're all dead, Mark. Every last one of them fucking killed by the villains. Lex Luthor, he stabbed Superman through the heart with a kryptonite shard. Batman shot in the face with a, with a bang stick out of a gun by the Joker. It's fucking brutal. He's like, no, I don't want Superman to be dead. Well, it doesn't matter what you fucking want, because he's fucking dead. <laughs> now piss off. <laughs> It's, like I, I, didn't intend to have it be like a Braveheart Uncle Argyle scenario, but it, it's like it just kind of works that yeah, way. You I'm know. your Uncle Argyle, and you're coming to live with me. But I don't want to live with you. I, but you didn't want your father to die either. Yeah, <laughs> <Like, laughs> uh, the, the Celtic people. Those those are my folks.
1: It's um, it's interesting too because I I actually read this uh, collection on Comicsology. And in the end there, like I said, they've got like the director's cut, the director's notes. They showed all the variant covers and things like that. I didn't know that there was one that was illustrated by Brian Michael Bendis, which oh. to me is kind of like, that's interesting. So hmm. I, I didn't realize he must have done a lot of those uh, covers or things like that for alias and all that, because it's that kind of style. Mark neat. Silvestri, uh, was it Carlos? I think it's Carlos Bocciolo, um, or Bocchalo, or whatever. Um, you know, Ty Templeton. Like, there were some really good people. Uh, Bill Sinkevich did a, a version of uh, Shithead. It, you know, he's doing kind of the thinker on the toilet. Yeah, there's there's some people that were really excited to be part of this book based on how it's going, and you've got a forward written by Brian K. Vaughn.
0: Oh yeah, the dossier. Okay, I know. Yeah,
1: the dossier.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the dollmaster was Brian Michael Bendis. Pencils and inks. Isn't that surprising? You know, it is very, and it's good too. It is not bad
1: at all. Like I'm like, wow, that would be a cool cover to go after. Wow. Um. That's neat, and and I mean, the the other thing, like as we go on, we'll have to talk about like who these characters are, like directly. Like ripped Oh from. yeah. So it's just like oh, so obvious, but like really cool.